We're living in extraordinary times. Uh, COVID-19, finalising the Brexit negotiations, an economic crisis deeper than any in most people's living memory, the threat of huge unemployment and the collapse of businesses, and a complete rewriting of so many of the cultural norms of society. You don't need me to list all this for you. Uh, these are extraordinary times and each one of us is profoundly impacted. And so more than perhaps ever before, we have a responsibility to pray for our political leaders. Um, whether we agree with their political persuasion or not is not the point. Our leaders are having to make the most complex decisions in the most extraordinary times, and they need us to pray for them. And to think about that in a bit more depth, I want us to focus on that reading uh, from Psalm two. Now this is a passage about politics and the standing of the nations before God. And as Christians, our history is testament to the fact that prayer and action must play a part in the well-being of our nation. But we know, don't we, uh, about the sense of apathy which pervades our society and most societies when it comes to reflecting on the political process. Now, I have to be upfront here and say quite clearly that I don't buy into the lie which is peddled by so many in the media that politicians can't be trusted, that they're all in it for personal gain and that they're all corrupt. I don't buy into the lie that is peddled by so many in the media that all politicians are the same, all political parties are the same and that we should somehow um, distrust every motive as if they're all tarnished by greed and arrogance. I think that's a lie perpetuated to sell newspapers and keep us tuned in to the TV channels. Most politicians, in my experience, are hardworking, honest and people of integrity trying to make a difference for their local communities against all the odds. I think that most politicians are to be respected and applauded, not treated as if they're some lower life form. And I think that many people in the media should be ashamed of the way in which they uh, undermine the democratic spirit of this nation by their method of reporting and the stories that they focus on. But it is true that the political world is no utopia and that there are many in this nation who do feel disillusioned with politics. Well, if it's any comfort, feeling disillusioned with politics is not a new phenomenon. In verses 1 to 3 of Psalm 2, we read, Why do the nations conspire and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us burst their bonds asunder and cast their cords from us. There's being expressed here a sense of disillusionment with political leaders, a sense that everything is going wrong, that things aren't how they used to be. Some people are criticising their perceived arrogance. Why do the nations conspire and the peoples plot in vain? And again, the kings of the earth set themselves against the Lord. But then the psalmist goes on to suggest that it is actually God who is in control of the world. Uh, not arrogant and self-serving people of power. In verse 4, God says, 
uh, or, or we read, he who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord has them in derision. It doesn't matter what the politicians dream up. It doesn't matter how much the people plot and plan. It doesn't matter how much they all stamp their feet and turn their back on God. God laughs at our pathetic and rather childish attempts towards independence because ultimately he is God and we are his creatures. As he says in verse six, I have set my king on Zion, my holy hill. So here we have a picture painted of a world system run by human beings who often get it wrong. But God has ultimate authority and ultimate control. And we can rest easy because of God's ultimate control. There's much more to be said about that, uh, but that is for another day. Because I don't want to lose the focus of the point today, which is that we need to pray for our politicians. But what do we pray for them? Well, this psalm uh, gives us three pointers. Uh, Firstly, we need to pray that our leaders will grow in wisdom. Verse 10 says, Now therefore, O kings, be wise, be warned, O rulers of the earth. It's not an easy task to have great power and influence in politics. Um, The job is stressful. The temptations are many and great. And we need to pray that our leaders will be wise in how they handle themselves. And secondly, we need to pray that our leaders may have purity. In verse 11, it says, serve the Lord with fear. Our prayer is that the leaders of the nations will recognise that in serving us, they're first serving God. And finally, we need to pray that our leaders may respond to God in a personal way. In verse 12, it says, happy are all those who take refuge in him. If more of our leaders develop devout and holy lives, imagine how the politics of this world would be transformed. But as with all things, uh, transformation in society doesn't begin with other people. It begins with you and it begins with me. It begins with our responsibility to pray for those in authority. It all starts with you and with me. It's our responsibility. So in these uh, difficult days and weeks and months that lie ahead, please be sure to pray for our politicians more than we criticise them. They are human beings, just like us, under extraordinary pressure, trying to make the best decisions that that they see fit. Now, that doesn't mean we have to agree with every decision they make. Uh, That doesn't mean uh, that we can't vigorously oppose those decisions that we think are wrong and unjust. Uh, we, We don't need to agree with our politicians, but we do need to pray for them and ask God's blessing on them at this extraordinary time in our nation's history.